This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. I spoke with a state senator, a Texas state senator, Paul Benton, Court District 7. His district is getting, well, as many districts are, getting inundated by water uh, and rescues. And this is how the interview went. Let's bring in uh, State Senator Paul Bentoncourt, District 7, which is right there, right down there, smack dab in the middle of all the chaos in Houston. Senator, welcome back to the Chris Salcedo Show. Chris, thanks for having me. And I want to make a comment about your quarterback, Prescott, statements. You <laughs> go through what we've gone through down in Houston, you uh, better believe that you better take freedom at the highest level. Uh, let me explain that, folks. Something I let into the, the senator with was Dak Prescott was asked if he ever thought about protesting the national anthem. Dak Prescott, the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, he said, no, you just can't take freedom for granted. So he never never crossed his mind to protest our flag, protest our country uh, by kneeling down for the national anthem. And so uh, I said that Dak Prescott was a better American, a better human being, not to mention a better quarterback than Colin Kaepernick, and that's what the reference was. Their freedom should never be something people take for granted, and this community is really pulling together. Now, to your to your point on the on those those subdivisions, uh, Chris, the the it looks like the attic spillway is engaging. And folks for, that don't understand this, this basically is a large earthen dam that was built uh, back in the originally back in the 1940s. It's never seen uh, this type of level in it, and at 108 feet of elevation, the excess water starts going over an armored spillway, and those subdivisions that you named, they're right in the middle of my senatorial district, um, are uh, now taking on water. Now, they're taking on a little bit of water to start. We don't know how how high the water is going to go. We've just gotten off of extensive uh, uh, press briefings and conference calls, uh, but the uh, but the but clearly we dealt with a record rainfall and a record damage of of for a flood. I think anywhere in the United States, my guess is this is going to exceed, you know, well over ten billion when it's done. Uh, but more importantly, we do have some people in harm's way because those areas will start filling up with water, at least the streets first. And uh, and but the good news, Chris. And, you know, God favors the brave and the foolish. And, you know, when you go through all of these uh, type of storms, uh, what happened was last night we finally got relief. And instead of having six inches of rain, uh, we ended up with just about an inch. And then it looks like it's actually breaking now to the west. We've got uh, uh, the, the smaller communities in western Harris County are starting to see no rain and, in fact, over the entire Buffalo Bayou watershed right now, there's less than about a tenth of an inch of rain uh, per hour that's occurring as as Hurricane Harvey starts to uh, move off to the, uh, or I say it's Tropical Storm Harvey, moves off to the northeast. It's also diminished greatly. It took in a tremendous amount of dry air yesterday, and that probably saved us from having what would have been an even more biblical flood than we've already had. Now, I'm hearing uh, estimates as of early this morning of 42 inches of rainfall at the meteorological headquarters down there in Houston. What are some of the rainfall estimates you're hearing in your briefing? 
Well, I mean, the, you know, I, I'm not even sure how much rain, uh, you know, towns like Dickerson, Clear, uh, Clear Lake, uh, down that area have had. They've had well in excess of 40 inches. Some of the problems we're having right now is the uh, the, the gauging equipment. Like it, there's two major dams, Barker Cypress, I mean Barker, and also Attics. Well, the Barker uh, gauge failed because the water was so high. Um, so we're literally in uncharted territory. But, Chris, it's like with the city of Dickerson, I, I'm not, I think it's probably completely underwater from what we've seen because they had a tremendous amount of rain last night on top of everything else. But you'll, when we get through with this, we'll have rainfalls that will be up to 50 inches. I mean, think about uh, that. You know, well, it's, so, it's, well, you and I were, were on the radio down on the Houston show. And we were talking about this very thing, how reports that were coming out ahead of the storm forecasting 50 inches of rain, uh, they, those reports were being mocked and ridiculed and, and uh, I mean, across not only political circles, but also media circles were, were tamping down those estimates. And it looks like as you look in the rearview mirror, hindsight being 2020, it seems those catastrophic estimates were, were indeed correct. Well, and, and the, the real point for this is that there's, look, I think Lieutenant Governor Patrick said it the best. He, he did an interview and said, you know, we take a major hit uh, in a, an area 200 miles from Houston and then Houston floods. Mm-hmm. So it's equivalent to, you know, a Sandy-type storm going into New York and then Boston floods. Um, so, so this is so unprecedented uh, and... Um, if, for example, the Corps is having make the decision, which is correct, to let the spillway engage because they can't push any more water down Buffalo Bayou because if they tried, it would just back up like putting a garden hose in a bucket. Okay, yeah, um, it would just start backing up on you. And you know, so so a lot of these decisions, um, there you know, there is no such a thing. We think this is a 500-year event. I've heard it's an 800-year event. Well, we've only taken data for 100 years, so we're wild ass. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I hear exactly what you're saying. Well, last thing, uh, in your briefings, uh, we have heard estimates of three people who have lost their lives, five people who have lost their lives. Uh, what is the official total that you understand th- thus far, and are there expectations from officials that, that, that the death toll will rise? Um, you know, look, the death toll right now is in the high single digits, and it will rise because not everybody's been, you know, found yet. But this is, uh, for the amount of water, uh, an unbelievably small amount of human life to date. Um, look, I can't even tell you what a good job our first responders have done. And then, you know, the county is engaged with people like uh, Commissioner Cagle and, uh, you know, Judge Emmett, and then the state's engaged from Governor Abbott on down, and we've got, we did, by one estimate, 3,000 water rescues yesterday, not now, even counting I, the air rescues. I know, that is an incredible number. Louisiana's governor is out today, even on, on CNN yet, praising the federal response to, to Texas and to Louisiana. Uh, do you echo his sentiments that uh, President Trump and his team have done a, a good job in being there for Texas? Okay, let me tell you directly from Governor Abbott. He sends out a disaster declaration, and it is signed within the same day. So any naysayers, including Sheila Jackson Lee, are just flat-ass wrong. The, 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 the federal government with President Trump 
engaged at maximum speed. He's down here today looking at the damage, I believe, down in Victoria, which would be the big story, Chris, if the 4 million metropolitan Houston area had been flooded. Um, so no question that the, that the federal government, President Trump, FEMA, they're here with real assets. The, the, and of course, Governor Abbott just called out the entire state guard to come down to Houston. Right. Um, and, you know, what we need is everybody's thoughts and prayers and some help uh, because we just need to get the storm out and moving faster. So no matter where it goes, it can't dump 40 inches of rain. And the good news is that it's turned off the northeast and it's, it's picking up in speed. So All right. Hey, Paul, you know, I, I know you know how this works. Uh, I'm up against the clock here, so I got to scoot. State Senator Paul Bentoncourt, everybody, District 7. Uh, we'll get you back on, sir. Keep us updated any new developments as the needs undoubtedly would grow here in future days. Thank you very much for being here on the Salcedo Show. All right. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate your, you know, your time and attention.